What is the good word, everybody? Yeah, you know it. This is your man's the one, and this is the Dukes of Football. Minus one Duke short today. Uh, the Lion is out doing the Lion things. And if you have been with me today, this is take two of episode 12. I had some sound issues earlier today, but the wife fixed it for me because she is a tech guru. So, and that brings us back here today and this is the dukes of football powered by our good friend sean nugent over at rockstar realty if you want to buy or sell a new home or any commercial property check out our good friend sean over at 317-503-8322 um and also by our uh our good friends over at Elite Performance, Zach will get your body in the shape that you are looking for for this summer's activities. Just hit him up, 765-499-1005, and we should get you a spot in there to get your body elite. So um, here we are, Dukes of Football. I know you guys are used to the banter between the Lion and I, but the Lion is doing the Lion things. Sometimes it's more than just our pretty faces on the computer screen. So um, I guess we're going to jump right into it. I'm not going to hold you guys up long today. I actually have to get ready for my annual Memorial Day uh, Memorial Day memory barbecue for the weekend so should be a fun thing uh i hope you guys have a safe memorial day weekend so let's jump right into our conversation uh we have uh my bookie man cave chatter 50 percent deposit match up to a thousand dollars and a free ten dollar bet mybookie.ag um if you guys have no we've been killing it really on the my bookie thing for from what I can tell, our good friend Rafael Esparza, um, he's been on a little hiatus, but him and Dan will be back relatively shortly to start giving you guys um, uh, more eyes. I think they're going to dive into the baseball side of things. So uh, make sure you check out our guys over at mybookie.ag. So in our man cave headlines for today, I guess we'll start with the the. Um, Latest, freshest news, I would say we will go with Julio Jones uh, declaring that he uh, wants out of Atlanta or saying that he is out of Atlanta. Um, I think this is kind of old news. I think we already knew that he wanted to be traded uh, a few months ago, but Atlanta and him have pretty much kept things, you know, um, under wraps behind the scenes, trying to figure out what. Um, what moves can be made, what deals can be made. But I felt that, you know, it came out a little 
differently than either one of them wanted to. I think Julio was caught up in the moment when he was being talked to or interviewed with Shannon Sharp or yeah, Shannon Sharp. I thought he was uh, in the moment and kind of slipped out that, you know, the deal was going down. But I don't think they wanted to out in that manner. I think most NFL teams knew that Julio Jones was, you know, pretty much gone from Atlanta. So that's going to put a lot of pressure on their their rookie tight end Pitts. I think he's from Florida. Uh, an exceptional player, you know, good size. I think he uh, can can do um, outside the numbers things as a wide receiver and also be um, a middle-of-the-field threat, you know, with his tight end position. So uh, Matt Ryan does have a little something to work with, but with Julio gone, uh, you know I mean, a, a top-five receiver, a Pro Bowl receiver, a future Hall of Fame receiver, it's going to be tough. Um, I guess now the question is with Julio is where he's going to land. There's quite a few teams that could be interested in his services. Uh, it's really hard to say. I, I doubt that Atlanta will make this move where he stays in the NFC. I think you'll see him in the AFC. So that opens up a quite many of possibilities. Uh, I can tell you teams that uh, will not probably go after him. I would say Pittsburgh wouldn't, don't have the cap space or the receiver space. Buffalo, same situation, cap or receiver space. But I think there are some teams that could effectively go after him. Um, I think it's something that can be done with the Browns with a uh, sign and trade thing with uh, or a trade with him and Odell Beckham. You know what I mean? That's a possibility that can be out there. I think uh, New England has the opportunity for him to be there. Uh, I think I have some a couple other teams that was looking at it. Um, I think the Ravens, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, would be a high contending team that can uh, be looking for uh, um, Julio Jones's services, especially with a guy whose hands is the range of hands is as good as he is, and with Lamar still developing his accuracy with his deep ball when you have a receiver talented Julio Jones with his hands that gives uh Lamar a little bit more freedom with his you know his lack of accuracy with the deep ball so um I think Baltimore is a good coach I think an outside chance um would be the Colts you know I think the Colts could benefit from a receiver of this this caliber, but it helped out Carson Wentz a lot. It actually helped out some of the young receivers they got, and it'll put a, a less pressure on um, an aging T.Y. Hilton. So, but I don't think that's possible. But it's out there. Um, I think another team in the AFC in that same division with the Colts that could really benefit from uh, this Julio Jones issue would be the Tennessee Titans. I've always spec. I've always said, you know, I mean, Tennessee is a is a good football team, but they're dependent too much on the run. And you saw it in the playoffs when you have to do other other things besides what you do best, and they could not get anything going in the passing game. So it was an overload on Henry. So I can there's a possibility. I mean, I think it's a definite possibility that you could see an Alabama reunion with Henry and Julio Jones. That will open up so much more running space for uh, Derrick Henry if they was to be able to pull uh, that kind of move off to get Julio into Tennessee. I think that's a real good possibility. And I think the team who 
uh, really could use him. That's probably um, not because I don't think Atlanta move makes any moves with him in the NFC, uh, which is a team that we're going to talk about who's having some issues of their own when it comes to uh, Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay, you know, deficient on the offensive end. And now we hear with the fact that Aaron Rodgers is – sticking by his guns, even with his interview with Kenny Mayne, that he's like, he wants out. And there are reasons, you know, I mean, why we don't want to still be here being that he doesn't like the, the, the approach of the organization, the, the movement, so to speak, where, where your focus, where are you going? You know what I'm saying? That's what he's frustrated with. He says he doesn't have a problem with Jordan Love. He says he has a relationship with him, you know, whatever. Um, I don't see Aaron to be a liar, so I figured that he probably has does have a better relationship with Jordan than Brett Favre have had with him. So, um, but you know, a little news came to light earlier on that Green Bay situation that I saw when I was tinkering around um, watching all my sports stuff. That the top five receivers for Green Bay also didn't show up for the OTAs and. <clears throat> The, the strange part about it is – well, not the strange part, but the thing that's allowing people to know that Aaron Rodgers is completely serious about him not wanting to be in Green Bay is that he has traditionally always been at the OTAs, all phases of the OTAs, one, two, and three, with the, with the Packers. So he says that he doesn't want to be there, and then he comes out, and here's the OTAs. There's no Aaron Rodgers. Second OTAs, there's no Aaron Rodgers. Those OTAs, now everybody's talking about it. There's still no Aaron Rodgers. He's not budging. The Packers are not budging. But you see the moves starting to happen within the organization of the team. That being um, the top five receivers have also not shown up for the OTAs, meaning that they're kind of taking Aaron Rodgers' side because it's like, well, if Aaron does play, we want to make sure that we're getting fed because, you know, Aaron is looks like one of those guys who's hold, holds grudges. So um, I think that makes it makes a huge difference when it comes to the development of one Jordan Love, who we haven't seen in a uniform at all. I don't think he was even dressed last year. I don't think he was even classified as the the backup for Aaron Rodgers throughout the season in case he was to get hurt. So. With that, I think Green Bay needs to approach this situation as Jordan Love is your starting quarterback until further notice. I mean, there's a lot of money out on the table. I don't know if Aaron is going to be hardball until the last possible moment and then, you know, kind of break the wheel of Green Bay or is Green Bay going to be traditional what they've always been is hard nose and see if this goes into the season. But I think Green Bay needs to approach this situation as Jordan Love is your starting quarterback. We haven't seen anything from him since, you know, the clips of uh, his college career. You know, we haven't seen anything um, with him working with these groups of guys in the receiver. And this is where your OTAs become important before you hit training camp. You start to get relationships, build um, relationships and camaraderie and consistency with your with your receivers. But if none of the receivers are there and you've never taken any snaps with any of the first team guys, there's like going to be a huge problem in green Bay. That's going to have to be addressed 
or this is going to go linger into the season and this and this so proper that it is turning out to be is going to be must see TV and I for one have enjoyed every single bit of it. <laughs> I kind of agree with the organization. I kind of agree with Aaron Rodgers. I thought I mean I think in this situation I think I agree with the organization because you have to make moves to secure your future or you end up like one of them teams who just put all their money in, win now, and then you have nothing for 10, 15 years. So they're trying to keep a level playing field for the program, but you also have to give the guy who's kept your program afloat the respect that he deserves. And I think that's where um, Aaron Rodgers is a little bit butthurt, you know what I mean, when it comes to to that particular situation. So uh OTAs I think we talked to we're obviously into that conversation so um haven't really paid a lot of attention to him just quite yet because I've been on this this Aaron Rodgers thing here because that's kind of kind of got my focus I want to see who wins <laughs> but you got the OTAs popping up and so you're starting to uh hear conversation about you know guys you know making um making the progress that we were looking for like uh for one Carson Wentz you know we're starting here in Indy obviously we're going to hear all the stuff that you know goes on with the coach like here in Indy um Carson Wentz has been you know looking pretty good uh you know uh, receivers is feeling comfortable you know the team is starting to figure out you know their 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 mindset their focus their identity and i think this might actually work out you know i'm still on the I'm still on the on the half over the fence. I don't want to say I'm on the fence. I'm going to say I'm half over the fence that this will work out. So um, I think a couple other things like in my camp, you know, a couple guys on that old school guys on that line just, just felt like the disrespect for Ben Roethlisberger. That's a situation I don't really want to get in because I've talked about it before. You know what I mean? They're going to always herald you when you're, when you're winning like they did when he was 11-0, regardless of whatever the situation was or how they were doing it, they were still 11-0, so they were still talking like, oh, well, maybe the old guy still got it, but as soon as they lose a couple in a row, now everybody is bashing them. So I think that you just stay the course and and just keep moving. Um, I think you rely on your running game and the fact that Ben is older and he's making less mistakes. So. Uh, and then work on that defense. That's so I'm good with that. Um, a couple of names that I'm still surprised that have not found homes yet. Uh, Zach Ertz, tight end, and one Richard Sherman. Um, I think there's a lot of teams in the AFC that can use a guy uh, who can lead a locker room and make your – on certain possessions, make your defense a lot better with just by the way he can communicate and teach these these young back uh, defensive backs. So I'm interested to see how long they stay uh, off of somebody's roster. So where do we go from here? Let's do this. Uh, since we have something coming up with these people, let's go ahead and talk to you about elite performance.
All right. Welcome back. This is the Dukes of Football. So, um, as you can see there, our good friend Zach over at Elite Performance, you know, those guys have been real good to us. And we like hanging out with them. They're making the lion uh, look more lion instead of uh, rhinoceros. I know he's going to get mad at me for that one when he sees this, but it's okay. I can deal with it. But uh, something that also is going on with Elite Performance here coming up this upcoming month on June 19th, Elite Performance, EPT is putting on the powerlifting competition um, here in the state of Indiana over at the EPT workout facility. Um, so it should be great fun, man. It, uh, Zach is, put on a, is putting on a nice program. There are going to be prizes all different weight categories. So we'll get to see all these people talk that they're strong. We'll get to see if they're strong or not. So uh, make sure. And we also, uh, that will be brought, be put together by Rogue Energy, um, Elite Performance, and BW Sports One will be broadcasting the whole event live on the here on the YouTube channel. So that should be great fun. So um, also, I think we are looking for a food truck. Uh, to work that event so it should be great fun we have some good sponsors for it i think state farm we have a state farm agent as well uh, along with rogue energy so this should be great fun so come on out and have fun with us there and also coming up this uh this upcoming month we have the bra ripple high school scholarship foundation and the bw sports presents the 2021 charity golf open fundraiser so uh this is going to be great fun we are doing a nine hole scramble and the proceeds all the money that is uh earned and funneled in through this is going back to a great cause a lot it helps a lot of uh, inner city kids have the opportunity to get a a higher education to pursue their dreams and goals that they've set for themselves as kids and it's a good way for you to give back for your community as well it's going to be a lot of good faces it's going to be out here our special guest i'm going to confirm again here coming up in the next day or two that our bw sports one special fourth is still in i know he's got some obligations outside so we want to make sure that we still fit in with that so we'll let you know as soon as i confirm with that and there is sponsorship opportunities available for this you can sponsor the event you can also sponsor the um sponsor like a whole or something like that there's also going to be a silent auction for some um signed memorabilia from uh, the indiana hoosiers and some other places around here in the city so stay tuned for those little informations and you can get all that stuff on either one of our websites. So um, be on the lookout for that. All right. So now let's get into the reason why you guys all came to diva or not to diva quarterbacks or wide receivers. So um, the reason why I say this, and I think I know a lot of people's answer and I know what my answer is, but, in the last, uh, say, day or two, you know, there's been a little shift, but I think I'm going to still stick with my original one. This conversation comes about because um, I was watching uh, the Keyshawn, J. Will, I forgot what it's called, that show, 
and they was talking about the Tebow coming back and uh, Keyshawn walked off the set and it turned into a conversation about which who which position or who is the most divified uh, position in, in football. Um, Keyshawn seemed to think that the quarterback position was the most divified position in football. So that reminds me that I'm going to come to you guys to see what you think. Um, there's some compelling evidence for both, but traditionally I say that I'm going to have to go with the wide receivers being most diva because face it, you know, look out throughout the history of the wide receiver position. And then you look back at the position of quarterback. Now I came in, uh, to football in the era at the tail end era of like a Bradshaw and a, uh, Danny white at, um, Dallas and Montana, you know, um, Marino, these type of guys who were, yes, in the limelight, but they did quarterback. They went about their quarterback job. You know I mean? They had commercials, but they had commercials because that's what they were. Quarterbacks, the leader of your team. Um, I don't feel that I got a lot of divish out of that position for them because they came in, did their job did their interview and they left and you always seen them say the right thing, do the right thing, except for Jim McMahon. <laughs> they always say the right thing and do the right thing. But when you flip the script and you go over to the wide receiver, always want the camera on them. Always want the ball, the loudest person on the field, you know, who, when, when there's a temper tantrum on the field or on the sideline, who is it? It is a wide receiver. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a lot of flack for some of my wide receiver friends, but that's the main reason why you guys are the divas. I feel that wide receivers are the divas. You look at Keyshawn, complete one. Chad Jojo, not to say that they weren't talented. This has absolutely nothing to do with talent, or it absolutely does, because if you're not talented, you can't be a diva. So uh, you look back at, like, Keyshawn. Um, Chad Ochocinco or Chad Johnson. Um, who else? You know, uh, uh, why am I having a brain fart of receivers, right? Terrell Owens. You know I mean? Guys of these Deion Sanders, even though he was a DB, but he still played wide receiver. You know what I mean? These guys was just divas, you know? Um, but to Keyshawn's point, there's been a shift in how – the quarterback looks, so to speak, you know, now the quarterback is a little bit more brash, a little bit more talkative. You know, you got your guys like Cam Newton. You got your guys like Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? These dudes have these, these diva statuses, you know what I'm saying? I think all of them, all the quarterbacks, even back to Montana and all those guys, they still had, had diva um, rewards meaning that they can say and get what they want without having to go to the media and be all brash about it. You know what I'm saying? But now the quarterback shift, you know, you got some of these guys is out front, very talkative, you know, they have that type of diva personality, but I still come down to it that the wide receiver position for you to be a good wide receiver exception um, Jerry Rice, but he still was kind of a diva. You have to admit he was. But so exceptions like um, Marvin Harrison, 
<laughs> he might be the only Larry Fitzgerald. Those two might be the only big time wide receivers that are going to be in the Hall of Fame, that are Hall of Fame wide receiver numbers and everything that were not deedless. You know what I mean? Like, I think Larry Fitzgerald will be, when he retires, he'll do exactly what Marvin Harrison do, exclude, shoot somebody in the club. I think you'll just go away. Like, I don't want to say go away. I think you'll just, you know, like, like not be here. Like, you'll just go on and live your life and do what you do. We just don't think that you're the type of person where you need to be in front of the camera uh, to make people remember that you were a dynamite receiver or anything like that. So. But if you disagree with me, let me know. Let me know. Because, I mean, I played a little bit of football. I, I don't know. I watch football. I got football friends. You know, my wide receiver friends to this day are still kind of, I mean, those are those are like the shooting guards of of the NBA or the, of the basketball scene. Who's your who's your guys who who, who do all the, the really, really, really talking? That superstar, that that scoring guard, those are normally the guys that do a lot of that that brash talking. So, um, if I played football like that, I'd probably be a diva. I probably would. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll be that guy. You know what I mean? I might run up and down the sideline. You know what I mean? Throw a helmet like give me the Dale Ball, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm hot. Give me the ball. He's hot. He's open in the corner. <laughs> All right. That's all I got for you tonight. Uh, we should have Dan back with us next week. And that way you don't have to listen to me uh, talk to myself the whole time. But it's okay. I'm an only child. I've been talking to myself for 47 years. So why should I stop now? <laughs> so uh, thanks for hanging out with me for a little bit. I'm glad I got my uh, my technical difficulties taken care of. So what do we have left? Uh, just make sure we run down a couple things. Make sure you check out everything that's hap hap happening with uh, the state of basketball, the Dukes of football, checkers and wreckers, and all the other great program we got here on the network at the website, www.bwsports1.com. Um and then you can get us on the YouTube where all of our syndicated shows, I like saying syndicated only because you can go press it and watch it every single time. <laughs> so that's fun. So make sure you check those things out. And if you are looking for us to help your sports business um, grow or branch out, we have great business opportunities for you. Voiceovers, video and audio editing, video and auto projects, broadcasting, live events, and so much more. We are more than just great voices. It's talking to you about sports on the web. So uh, that's all I got for you on this afternoon. Uh, make sure you uh, enjoy this great weather that is now graced us here in indiana after the storm has passed uh, make sure you reach out to any of your military family and friends that have sacrificed their time and their lives for our freedoms and this great holiday coming up on the weekend as we here in the state celebrate memorial day in honor of our fallen soldiers and our veterans who have made it through so uh i salute you the one 
State of, uh, what is it? The Dukes of Football. BW Sports 1. We out. Uh, holla. <laughs>